You're listening to the B-Side Podcast on Brick Radio. If you like what you hear or think there's an artist or band we should have in studio, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, sit back, relax, tune in, and turn on. What is the soundtrack of your dreams? What are the lyrics to the song of your soul? What instrument does your spirit animal shred? On tonight's B-Side, our guests will cast light upon these mysteries and more. Fascinator has traveled light years to be with us tonight, and we couldn't be more thrilled. I'm your host, Aku. Stay with us for a full hour of fascination on tonight's B-Side. Welcome. Please introduce yourselves. Oh, we're Fascinator. I'm Lord Fascinator. I'm Lord Decorator. Lord Decorator and Lord Fascinator. All right. Well, Fascinator, that actually sounds pretty fascinating. Can you tell me about the origins of where that even uh, came from? Uh, yeah, I was uh, meditating on a cloud and it came to me in a dream. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and the cloud told me you will now be known as Lord Fascinator henceforth. Um, Fascinating. So, are you from here? Are you a product of this city? What's going on with you over here? I think we're all products of the uh, places that we inhabit. Oh yeah. How long? How long have you been here? A millennia or two. A millennia or two. Yeah. Right on, man. Um, <laughs> so, where sorry. You? What's your name again? Uh, my name's Aku. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Aku. <laughs> nice to meet you. Well, um, let's see. How about uh, your roots in music? Um, were you musical as a child? Did you grow up with like musical family? No, I was banned from music from a very young age. Ah. And uh, I remember going to the supermarket and um, I think Billy Joel was playing and my mother wrapped my ears in cotton wool. She had to pay for the cotton wool on the way out. She'd already gotten it out of the packet and wrapped it around my head. Oh yeah, Billy Joel was the devil's music or something? Yes. Oh yeah? Well, everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, uh, where was that? Where are you, where are you I going? was in Coffs Harbour in Australia, the Big Banana. Oh, it's a big banana there. Right. And I often say I, I've come from the Big Banana to the Big Apple. Okay. All right. I guess I should have been able to tell from the accent. Yeah, but right. you can hear the banana in my accent. <laughs> Well, tell me a little bit about the musical culture in Australia. We're not as uh, privy to what's going on on that side of the down I've not under. been there in a while. Um, everyone's very angry and sad, and uh, that comes across in the music. Oh yeah, so would you categorize your music as angry and sad? I, well, I'm a joyous celebration of one of those who escaped. Ah, so the escapees, all the Aussies mm -hmm. we see out here, they're escapees full of joy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably concur. Um, let's talk about the act of creation. Have you? Do you consider yourself a creative person, or have you always considered yourself a creative person? I'm more of an evolutionist. But since you bring this up, uh, no, I, I think. Well, um, what do you mean by that? 
I thought I was just making a joke about creationism. Oh, I mean, I'm sure, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, sorry, what was the question about? Do uh, you feel like you've always been a creative person? I mean... Uh, I think all humans are. I think all humans have an innate need to create, and I think uh, most of them get it out with like one, two, or three giant creations in their life, being children. But us uh, more artistic folk, I think we get a little, little bit of that high every day from making music or painting or I don't know, writing questions for a TV show. Oh well, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, creativity. I guess I know. Like it looks like it's painted on you. You know? I, I'm a blank canvas, yeah. waiting for it to be painted on me. Right on, man. Um, so how, how would you say, how important is it to you to have your work recognized or enjoyed by people or commended? Uh, they don't need to verbalize it. I know they feel it. How? I can see it in their faces. I can smell it. You can smell it? Yeah. The pheromones release. It's actually fascinated specifically designed to just subtly penetrate people, and they don't even know they've heard it. When they 50 years from now, they'll all of a sudden start singing the song in the shower and not know where it came from. Some uh, pretty pretty keen percussive uh, vibes you got going on up there. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. So where? How did you guys end up uh, linking up? Seems like there's some synergy going on. <laughs> uh, we came out of the same egg. Oh yeah. What egg, egg is that? Yeah. Hey. What egg is that? What egg is that? Yeah. Oh, when you're inside, you can't tell what kind of egg it is, and then oh, once yeah. we're out, the shell was broken. I can't tell you. <laughs> What about you? How do you feel about um, about finding this guy fascinator and being part of this project? I'm just glad he lets me <clears throat> play instruments. The first few years in the band, I just played air drums. Oh yeah! If I finally graduated, you graduated. I used to let you press one button. Yeah, I used to play press one button. Give give him an inch, and he takes a mile. Look at him now; he's got three instruments. I mean, but he sounds pretty great. It's a bit for, greedy, for, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm listening to this music and I'm closing my eyes and I see so many uh, visuals, so many shapes. I'm wondering, how do visuals, because I've also seen some of your work on the internet and videos or what or not. And it I sounds work like on the it, internet. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it looks like you have a pretty, pretty, pretty deep penchant for putting out visuals that are a little against the norm or the grain. I'm wondering how much do visuals feed your music or vice versa, music feeding your visuals? Yeah, well first of all, I don't understand why people put out anything that is normal if they're making something on any kind of creative level, because yeah. unless you've, I just I don't see how that can excite anyone. But yeah, I think it all goes hand in hand, and I think someone that's really inspired and one discipline can apply that to others. So. I really, I kind of make videos just because I love doing it and I make music because I love doing it and it all goes together. You know, it's like a, you could call it a passion project, but shouldn't they all be? What would you categorize as inspiration? I don't know, the, the news? <laughs> or like go a conversation or a passing car, everything. Everything. 
everything. Your shirt? Yeah. That's inspired a lot of my work on the internet. I will <laughs> say this. When I heard I was going to be hosting for Fascinator, I actually put this, put this on because I thought it might be more in the realm of fascination. <laughs> what would you say, what's, what's next for you? Uh, you've got, you have this album. I know that you've been working hard for a long time. What do you think's coming next? Uh, well, I know what's coming next. I'm, I'm building this hotel room at the moment mm. that's supposed to be a physical manifestation of my subconscious or something there, thereabouts. And I'm launching the new album out of that, or at least the first single. And then from there, we start kind of putting out songs. Wait, wait, so you're, you're releasing an album out of a hotel room that you're designing for your subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Would you care to explain? Um, sure. Uh, I'm yeah, building up this hotel room. It's a hotel that has a lot of rooms done by artists. Where's and that? What's it's it in called? Gramercy in Manhattan. Oh, amazing. And uh, it's called the Carlton Arms. Check it out. You can, uh, you can even rent rooms for a few hours if you, you just want to have a party. But uh, I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm making a 24 hour soundtrack. So as a part of that, I'm actually going to release like a bunch of albums that you can only listen to in the hotel room. It's quite a good business model, oh, wow. actually. Yeah. I mean, you could almost Forget Spotify. Right. I've got the Fascinator Suite. It's like high art. Lowbrow high art. Right on. <laughs> so this is in Gramercy, yeah? Yeah. I see that you're a DJ in the city, and I'm wondering, how would you figure, like, uh, DJing is different than uh, some live music playing or whatnot? Do you find them going hand in hand, or...? I feel like one informs the other, but, yeah, that's, it's kind of hard so? to take DJing that seriously if you're making music. And I, but they're all you the best that, DJs. DJs? All that? the best DJs don't take it seriously. Right. I think. Yeah. That one was it, Sex Crystals? That was Sex Crystals. Oh yeah, what's that one about? Um, <laughs> oh, it's actually quite. I, I don't know how to explain it. it. Was I went to? I once performed at Burning Man, and I met a uh, a puppeteer. I fell in love with a puppeteer. Uh, as one does. <laughs> he uh, and he turned to me and he asked me if I was a wizard. <laughs> and, and he asked me if I could control dragons. Funnily enough, and I said. <laughs> I can control their minds, but not their limbs. Anyway, later that night, I was riding around and uh, all these, these five people came toward, I was thinking about whether I was a wizard or not, and these five people came toward me on segways and they were bothering me, these people on segways, I thought that wasn't really in the spirit of it. I thought you probably, you know, you have to be on a BMX or some sort of bicycle. And uh, I was thinking about how much I disliked these people on the segways and all five of them just crashed into each other and fell over and, and I looked into the sky and I am a wizard! Right on. The song's not really about that, but... <laughs> but you are a wizard. <laughs> we have a wizard here and you, my friend, what would you call yourself? I just decorate what the wizard does, what the wizard tells me to. We were talking earlier and I heard someone mention that you were uh, playing on a Broadway show as well. Um, would you like to expand on that perhaps? Or? Yeah, I mean, 
I, I play on a show called The Band's Visit. The band. Once in a while, yeah. I do a lot of things. You do a lot of things. Now, you guys look like a pretty uh, powerhouse duo. <laughs> right? So, Fascinator, how would you des uh, describe your aesthetic? Because there, there, there is one. Obviously, there is one. We're walking um, into something here. How would you talk? Shermanic cloud. Shermanic cloud. I could probably see that. If you guys had to have one special guest, some musician, past or present, uh, kind of really kind of complete the fascinator ideal, who who do you think? Aku. Aku. Um, yeah. yeah. This guy. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Wow. I don't even know you guys and I feel at home already. <laughs> yes, right, right. I mean, I love that song. I close my eyes and I see so many visuals. I think about um, your live show. I see festivals. I see Central Park, Big Day Out, Glasgow, and, um, and it's totally there. I'm wondering how does your live uh, performance evolve uh, when you're in different settings or whatnot? Oh, the live show has been a lot of different things over the years from, ah. like he said, air musicians to no musicians to um, a full band with yourself and Lauren in it right on. <laughs> once or twice. Or, uh, four times, I think. Four times? Yeah. Have we four done times, that? Have we done that four times? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of eventually just want everyone sitting cross-legged <clears throat> floating on drones. Yeah, and yeah. we just kind of move out above people. Right. So the yeah. idea is you're really bringing the future to us, aren't you? And the past. And the past. And the past. And the multiverse. So I'd like to thank you guys so much for coming to Brick TV. Uh, do you want to let the audience know or the, the, the watchers know about any upcoming shows or oh, yeah. any upcoming uh, album drops? Or? Sure. Let me brick, brick it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, February the 24th, you can catch us at uh, New Blue with the Phenomenal Hand Clap Band. Oh. That's Possibly, great. if you want to play Aku, you can jump up. <laughs> Maybe. No, I would love to. I mean, <laughs> and then uh, the album's going to start getting rolled out mid-March. Oh, mid-March. Well, thank you guys so much for coming. We loved you. You know, um, I think that uh, I think that I uh, I might make it to that show at New Blue for sure. And if you want me to be in it. I would love to do it. I, I actually want you to ask us questions between every song at the show. You, you think that'll work? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, we've just about reached our fascination quota for the evening, but head to the cyberwebs for all things Fascinator at www.lordfascinator.com and rewatch this and past episodes of B-Side at youtube.com slash bricktv. 
I'm your host, Aku, and big thanks to Fascinator for bracing our studio, gracing our studio with your sweet sounds. And uh, we'll see you next time. Good night. The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Alan Cole, Roe Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. Recorded by Onel Moulet and edited by Emily Bogosian. For more information on B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. Don't